and friend, uh, this video or podcast is going to be a little bit different because I just want to share a few stories that have impacted me and I think that they're worth sharing and I don't have necessarily points or, or something I want you to get out of it. I think we can all get what we need to out of stories and um, I might start doing more like this because I think sometimes it's more powerful uh, to teach in stories. That's how Jesus taught, right? And so um, I think that would be helpful. I'm also thinking of starting to do some interviews with people who have, who are really liking the way that they live and who have found like a real good purpose and in, in why they do what they do. And to just kind of start seeing those patterns in people's lives. That's why I love reading biographies is to find those patterns and people finding their calling or the, the something that they feel inspired to do and, and doing some good with it. So I want to do a little bit more of that. The stories I want to share today are from people I met in Tijuana who really impacted my life in different ways. Uh, the first one is about a lady who is working right now as a cook. And she, the reason she and her family are out there is because they used to live in another state called Michoacan. And they started getting taken over. Their little town started getting taken over by like the drug lords, the, the gang members and things like that. I'm not sure exactly what you call them. But they started to... I try to recruit people and a lot of times if you're not willing to be with them you tend to be against them so they're trying to recruit her 18 year old son into this form of life and she did, of course didn't want him to and he didn't want to he knew how dangerous it was and they were kind of trying to stay away from them they said like what you would do is just get off work or get us going or straight home so you wouldn't run into any of them but one day they did run into some of them and they said you know we this is our cause if you're not willing to join us then we, you need to get out of here so they did the next day they left all their things and um, packed what they could and left and they are hoping to um, go to the United States because they have family in the United States and Tijuana is a border town so they're staying there for a little bit while they try to get their paperwork in and try to get the legal uh, ability to go to the United States. I know another lady that's been doing that and it's almost been a year and she's just barely being able to start the process. She hired a lawyer even, the lawyer's not doing much and so it's a really difficult thing to be able to migrate to the United States legally. It takes really long. You never know who to trust, who's actually working for you. Um, and, and sometimes it doesn't happen, right? So I'm really praying for this woman and her kids because she's a fighter. Like her childhood was really, really difficult. A lot of, you know, not eating and um, violence and abuse and things like that. Um, and she's like, whatever it takes for my kids, I'm going to do it. So she's, she's a fighter. She reminds me of my mom who was the same way. A lot of abuse as a kid and she's like, for my kids, I'll do anything. And she was able to overcome so many things with that love. So um, she was incredible and her kids were so, so sweet as well. Um, one of the little boys, this is an example. Uh, he's, I think, probably 11 or so. And he um, noticed that, so they served Jello for for dessert and Cohen came in a little late after and he there wasn't any jello left and so Cohen came over and he's like any jello and it's like well there's not any left this little boy was kind of watching from a distance he wasn't even near us he walks over and he's like um I can split my jello with him if you want some jello and he just had a little square he didn't have a ton but he split it and he gave some to Cohen and I just thought like you know, a kid that age to notice something in the first place. So going on like so far away and to have the empathy to come and help was so sweet. Um, I had another little boy that also noticed Cohen at another time when a group came over to give the kids some presents. And so they handed him on presents. And of course I told my kids like, I mean, my kids weren't expecting any presents, right? They don't live there. That's obviously not something that's expected. And so nobody said anything. Um, but one little boy said, oh, Cohen didn't get any present. Does he want mine? I was like, no, 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 you take your present. He's like, oh, it's okay. I don't, I don't need it. I think Cohen would like it better. So he gave Cohen his little race car track and Cohen was so excited to get a present. 
And again, um, as much as I tried to refuse it, um, he was like really persistent and it made him feel so good to be able to give, not just receive. And, and Cohen was really happy. So it's just this sweet nature. This is another boy who's nine to just be wanting to give and wanting to serve and um, just such examples of love to me and what it means to be Christ-like. The same little boy also brought me some candy one day from home from school. He's like, I got some candy at school and I brought it for you. And I was like, oh, you don't have to give me candy. He's like, no, no, please take it. So really kind and giving. And he also has a really, really rough childhood. Some of the stories he's told me, he's got burns. He's got just really awful things that he's had to go through. And he's working on forgiving those people. And um, he asked me a lot about like, um, how do I get over this anger? And he's little, he's only nine. So like the fact that he's thinking these things at his age is rough and sweet and um, amazing. But he also, he says, I want to, I want to get rid of some of my negative thoughts and these bad things I think, especially when I go to bed at night. And so he asked my daughter, Keisha, to draw him a picture of Jesus that he could put by his wall to remember Jesus at night. And then he asked me also, before he told me about his, his thoughts at night, he asked me to do this and later I found out about it. But he asked me if I would write down a song, uh, the words to a song that he chose um, so that he could memorize them at night when he was laying in bed. And so I wrote down the words to the song. It's called, um, if you believe in English and Spanish, it goes, Si tu lo crees, podrás mover montañas. Um, it's about like, you're, if you believe in something, you can do great things. And so he wanted that song. So I wrote it out for him and he took it to bed. And then the next time, every time I'd see him, he'd start singing for me. Si tu lo crees. And he'd do this little dance. And he's just such a happy sunshine kid who's gone through so much that he's so inspiring. I think he just heals everyone around him um, just by his presence because he's so sweet. Um, one of the little boys we were eating dinner one day and this little boy was talking about a new testament um, that I gave him. It's like a children's new testament that he, he that gave him last time and he told me I read the whole thing and I've been reading it to my friends and um, one of the little boys is like yeah he's really annoying but he really does adore God <laughs> and I just thought that was so sweet. Um, on one of our last nights there the same young boy asked me if I would teach him how to pray for reals. Like he said, I know how to say some of the words, but I want to know how to pray for reals. Can you teach me? I said, yeah, um, I can say a prayer and then you can you can say one after me. But basically, you just talk to God like he's your father. He loves you like his son. Just tell him what's on your mind, some of the things you're thinking, um, what you um, are thankful for, what maybe you, you want to see in your life. And, and he helps you. And he said, okay. And so we went over and I said a prayer. And um, he started his prayer and he said, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful another day of life. And I ask you to please help me find a family that doesn't smoke and doesn't do drugs and doesn't drink and doesn't hit me and that loves you and believes in you. Um, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. I was, of course, very teared up by the end of this prayer. It was so tender um, and the spirit was so strong. And he said to me, do you think he's gonna answer that prayer? And I said, you deserve all of that. And I know he wants that for you. And I don't know if he's gonna say like, okay, let's do that now or sometime soon, or if you're gonna wait till you're older and you create that for yourself. But I know that that's something that God wants for you and that he'll help you get it. And I said, sometimes he has us wait because maybe we're needed somewhere. Maybe you're needed here to cheer people up with your sweetness and your brightness and, and maybe that blessing will come later. His plans are always better than our plans and we have to trust him. 
And he said, okay, okay, I can do that. And another young girl, I was also kind of nearby, and she said, I've been praying for our family since I was little, but I'm getting older now, she's 13, and I don't know if I'm gonna get that. And I told her the same thing, well, you are so sweet, and you are obviously doing so much good here, so God is going to give you those things. We just don't always know his timing, but it, life goes by really quick, and you'll be able to have all those things that you desire if you keep praying and you keep following. And she said, she, she's like, yeah, I think, I think that's true. So people keep telling me that we're doing something either really brave or really crazy in trying to move to Mexico and starting this home and school for abandoned teenagers. Um, and I just think, you know, if you knew them, like if you were able to spend some time there, you would also have this desire because they just melt your heart and they deserve so much. And you just think, well, what can I do um, to help them achieve these dreams and to help them have this, these desires of their heart, you know? And I know God's listening to their prayers and inspiring people to try to help and so that's what we felt to do is just go out there we knew we could do more being there than we could from here because they didn't necessarily need more um, supplies they get a lot of donations at least at this particular place for um, for their food and backpacks and all those kind of things but they really needed um, to just feel loved and to understand who they were and that um, that God is there for them and has a plan for them and that they are deeply, deeply loved. And so that's what we wanna to try to make sure we do as we're providing these opportunities for them is to just give them a safe place where they can heal from all of this trauma and to feel loved and cared about in, in deep, deep ways. So those are some of the stories that have impacted me lately. I hope they've impacted you as well. I tell um, the kids at our school and in our Find Your Path program that a lot of times it's when we start to becoming aware of the needs of the people around us, we start to love people and to become that aware of the different you know mental illnesses or physical diseases or or just situations that we have a desire to help in that we start to find that ways that we the talents that we have that can make a difference for good and um so i think that's one of the powerful things about sharing some of these stories so i'm going to try to to do that a little bit more i think in the next couple weeks since we're going to be moving in a couple weeks i want to share a little bit about our everyday life in our house like you know and every what a typical day at our house looks like on a monday or just little things like that because i want to remember that as well and before we go a lot of people have asked me you know like how do you do this or that or homeschool or this with eight kids and so it might be kind of interesting to see some of the reality of our situation what that looks like um so it might be kind of fun to have like a little series of life before we move and then the transition period our internship period and then when we get there so i'll be working on that and hopefully i will actually do it that is my goal and my hope so let me know if that would be something that would be interesting or, or good because then i'll be actually motivated and encouraged to do it <laughs> But yeah, and if you want to stay updated on all those things, please just subscribe and um, let your friends know because the more people we can get involved in this work, um, the more help these kids can have and um, the more good we can do together. So that would be awesome. Um, and thanks. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon.